Africa 100, connecting entrepreneurs on the African continent and beyond. Profiling 100 entrepreneurs in 100 days. Tune in as we amplify African excellence with your host, Vanessa Paramal, on Africa Business Radio. Hi guys, thank you for listening to the podcast. We've getting some really great feedback. It's been a journey of note. I found myself in doing the podcast because I was hustling uh, in profiling a project called 100 Entrepreneurs in 100 Days. I'm super excited to have connected with Lebo on a project we worked Mm -hmm. on before. And you've been listening to this podcast. It seems like I know everybody in South Africa, but I don't. Lebo, I'm so delighted that you're on the show. But before you even speak... You have your own podcast, so that's going to be even super excited. I'm going to learn so many lessons from you. Maybe I should interview you as well. I love PR. As long as it's got no face on and there's no visuals, I'm okay. I'm in. But you've got a beautiful face. We need to show it. We need to show it. So now Lebo's selling herself. So she does this (laughs) no body shaming, Lebo liar thing. And sometimes she like, have her underwear on. I don't know whether it's a brand panty. Do you call it a brand panty or do you call it, what do you call it? It's lingerie lingerie or like bikinis or swimwear. Oh my gosh, yeah. you know the show is like in Mali and Bamako and, really? <laughs> and, and the Arab countries, they, are we allowed to talk about these things? I think we can talk about it, we just can't show it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, must, I must say, I'm, I'm riveted when you do the nobody shaming, Yeah, because you so effortlessly do it. Uh, tell us about it, maybe we should start there. The body shaming thing is very personal and it took me a long time to be able to just go on Instagram, you know, in a bikini because I couldn't even go outside in one. So it took a lot of courage, but I learned to draw inspiration from people who were interested and passionate about what I'm passionate about instead of looking to the world and trying to assert myself in spaces that don't want me. So I feel like once you learn to put yourself where people want you, they'll teach you to love yourself for who you are. And when you're trying to love yourself for who you are as well, just personally, it will be encouraged by the people around you. So that's how the whole body And, and you know, uh, 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 try to find label Lion because, you know, like we grow up a stalking Oprah. <laughs> I find myself being drawn to people like We Talk Business, like Labo, every day. Mm. Would it be correct to say that we're starting a movement in a conversation on digital? Yes, we definitely are. And <laughs> what I'm excited about with this is there's so many women doing it. So many women of color driving this conversation about digital in Africa. And I can't wait to see what it does for us in the future. And, and like you said, people like Nolly, people like yourself, you're inspiring all the little ones to take control of their lives and do things for themselves. They don't have to rely on getting a job from a company. Now they know that it's possible to do it on their own because they see us doing it. So I know we be people who don't like to be packaged, but yeah. I mean, this is a business show. It's a business network. What do you do? (laughs) What do I do? Okay, people ask that question a lot, which I find very funny, because if I was in America, for instance, (laughs) if I say I've got a podcast, that's a job, (laughs) you know? But in South Africa, people are like, well, what do you do? What brings in the money? And... I do what I do. I do my podcasts. I do my online things, and I also. So you consult. use yourself as a brand. I use myself and as, as a, a business, and as a business. And, and then not many I also, people are able to do that. Hey? Not many people are able to do that, and it also took me quite a while. I had to learn it. I used to stalk pages of people who I admired, like Gary V, for instance. I don't know if you know who that mm-hmm. is, and I'd look at how he does it. I'd see how his team does it, watch videos about him, and then I did it for and myself. You become obsessive, I yeah, tell you. You have to. You have to, and then you eventually learn how to build your own brand, tell your own story 
and that's basically what I'm trying to do now so I've always been consulting I've been a marketing consultant for different brands and I felt like I couldn't negotiate a higher salary or a higher paycheck because they were like but who are you you know they were willing to pay somebody who had less experience than me but who had a bigger brand than me so I thought okay let me stop this I have to work on my brand and then I can start negotiating amounts that work for me and that's what I've basically been doing and, and you know courage is such a thing that so many of us lack yeah. and I like what you're saying because even like I employ people I find them stepping up in a digital project like this you know yes. we are cash strapped and we know that we're in trouble yeah and so I find that human beings will step up yes in terms of your own business how did you find the courage to know that you were going to be different yeah, that's a hard question. I think I've always mm. been an outcast. So I've never been the girl who's had a lot of friends or and it's never been easy for me to get people to buy into what I do. I've always worked alone. I've always worked very hard. So being in this digital space and doing it on my own was actually very easy for me because I've been living my life that way. But I think for a lot of people it's not easy for them to draw the strength from themselves and just be able to push through. So I use online mentors, like I said, Gary V, TD Jakes when I'm feeling low. I love TD Jakes. My God, start screaming. <laughs> exactly, Oprah. Whoever I can learn from, I just find them online, learn from them, and use their strategies to help me in my life. So you know, there's so many people that tune into podcasts. Yeah. And some are introverts, some are extroverts. Yes. Let's talk about platforms. Yes. Is like platforms an age thing? Because my daughter said I shouldn't be on Snapchat. Oh my God, why not? I don't know, but I'm not on Snapchat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I'm on Instagram. I battle on Instagram. Like, yeah. you know, like, I feel it's not for me. It's for younger people. Am yeah. I, what, what am I, am I limiting myself? So I don't think it's necessarily an age thing as it is a who are you as a consumer thing. So if you're an early adapter, it doesn't matter if you're 60 years old or 12 years old, you're going to be on what everybody's on because all the first things that come out to the market because you're interested in what's new. But there are some people who just like to stay to one platform that works for them and they're happy with it. Can you monetize um, a one platform though? You can. There are lots of people, for instance, I mean, Facebook is the most powerful platform and I am not a fan. I do not like Facebook, but I understand the power it has to sell your products, to sell your brands. It's easy. It's Facebook is really yeah, great. I think, you know, uh, when we started in South Africa as a business, we had an opportunity because we were black suppliers, you yes. know, white consumer market buying from uh, people not like me. Yeah. What I did find about Facebook is that it's a platform I've monetized over and over, yeah. but it's hard work, you know. It is. People love the story <laughs> of JT, my son and daughter. Yeah. So unless I'm talking about them and the kitchen sink flooding and the toilet paper getting finished yeah. and I'm like hustling to put potatoes in a pan, you know, it's difficult. So you have to find your niche, but I do that better. Yeah. What about those of us who are like really wanting to connect to cash flow? What advice can you give us to convert, you know, data is expensive. I'm just trying, you know, someone like you who is so conscious and you know, and I think we need to hear more and more mm -hmm. from influencers who can share how to make cash flow. So there are a lot of tools you can use on social media. For instance, the Facebook ads, you know, to get people to see your brand so that you can try to generate a bit of money. But what I found is people 
when they think of social media, they don't think of the real world. You actually have to make real human connections on the ground to be able to leverage off of them online. So it's a, du- so it's a dual role. It's a, it's a dual thing. So, for instance, with my podcast, people from the brands will say, hey, we love listening to your podcast, but they won't say, come to our offices. I still have to make a proposal, knock on their door and say, hi, you said you love my podcast. Well, here I am. You know, let's talk. So it's not like they're just going to say, hey, come, we're going to pay you because we see you online. That's not how it works. Online is more of a platform that you use to get people to see you and make it so hard for them to say no when you knock on the door. That's kind of what I believe social media is about. And I think a lot of South Africans aren't researching and trying to invest in e-commerce. I don't think that a lot of us have websites that we're using with PayPal and that kind of thing. I think it's still very foreign to a lot of South African businesses, but I think there's a lot of potential if we learn how to use those. And there are a few South African businessmen who are creating their own platforms like that. So it's, I mean, it's I'm excited exciting. to have you for a number of reasons on this platform because we have to end now. Yeah. But to validate something, you know, I want to be a mum and I want to be an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. but I want to be a pan-Africanist human rights activist. Oh my gosh. So what I'm going to leave with you, Nalebo, is because for me it's still the missing link. I don't want children to fall into pit latrines. Yes. And I don't want Africans to be lost at sea. Mm-hmm. It's just a conversation that we can start having in our digital aggregation spaces where yes. we influence. I'm going to leave that with you. Any final words? How do we find you? How do we engage with you? When do we listen to your podcasts? Just to speak on the point that you just made, actually, I've been doing a few projects with a few brands about social enterprises, and we're really trying to get South African Mm -hmm. and African social enterprises online because they're doing such amazing work. People want to spend money on them, but nobody knows that they exist. Because business people are not online themselves. Exactly. So what we're trying to do is merge the two, get businesses to see these guys and get these guys to be online so they can be seen. Yeah, you should be collaborating. That's the nice thing about this podcast that we're doing. Mm. I look forward to working with you on that because it doesn't have to convert to cash flow, but it can be a human intervention. A network. And social impact is important. Exactly. So I'm very excited. Thank you for that. Um, Thank you. I I mean, I take up, uh, (laughs) I look forward to the conversation of how we do that. Yes, me too. And we have networks. Obviously, we have a broadcast center uh, with the JTCOMS network. Yeah. But tell us how to find you, what you're up to next, and uh, what do you think of our 100 entrepreneurs in 100 days as a pan African movement that we want to scale around the continent? for a 24-hour conversation. I think the 100 entrepreneurs in 100 days is a bold statement to make, and I think it's really exciting. So as a marketer, I would love to be on a project like this and sell it because I think Yay. the whole of Africa <laughs> yeah. wants to hear a story like We're this. We're going to we take this kind of content. <laughs> Definitely be there. So this is exciting, it's bold, and it's just like you, Vanessa. <laughs> it's, it's fearless. You're either all in or all out. So you're all in here, and we can But it's see exhausting it. for me to awesome. do all myself when we don't have money. And it's going to be exciting to have another voice because it's 54 countries. So if you get yeah. 54 of us, you know, uh, what do we say for Winnie Mandela? We amplified. Yes, we, you know, we that's do. what we need to do. We, we will. And this we want, will. This and we want to see the conversion of this. It will definitely. I have faith in this. I think it's really bold. It's very exciting. 100 entrepreneurs in 100 days. Who wouldn't want to be a part of that? <laughs> Honestly, I think it's really exciting. So I'm, I can't wait to see what you and your team do with this. It's really, really cool. And I can't wait for you to join us on our team. <laughs> Thank you, Lebo. Thank you, Vanessa. And if anyone's looking for me, they can find me online. I live there at lebulion underscore sa on twitter facebook and instagram so i look forward to thank you for listening guys i look forward to be in conversation with Lebo on her chair <laughs> when she is the conversation you know as entrepreneurs what what i've learned with this interview with Lebo, 
is that we need to, you know, I got an email earlier where someone I thought would step in and help me out and didn't, even to come on the show. Mm -hmm. So when we arrive for each other, I think that's a shift. Yes. So I'm excited. Thank you for listening, guys. Tune in again. 100 entrepreneurs in 100 days could be in your country soon. Listening to EC Africa 100 on Africa Business Radio. Join the conversation. Hashtag EC Africa 100.